This is Round Here Podcast with Brandy, Lily, Andy, Laura. Today we have uh, a guest, Kate Hadley. Uh, she's going to tell us a ghost story from an apartment that she used to live in. She's a very good friend of our mother's. And she's a good friend of the family. We've known her for a well, long 15 time. 15 years. A long time. Yeah. Hello. Should I, have an, should I have an earbuds so that I'm a cool kid? Thank you. <laughs> you can't hear it now. Wait, what? I can hear her. Oh my gosh. Okay. Just, I'm just going to unplug this because this is just. Can't hear you. The question is now, can you hear me? I, yes, we can all hear you. We just like to use the headphones because it keeps the microphone from picking up weird sounds. Yeah, I heard a car go down your street. Yeah. As soon as as soon as you put me on, I heard. Yeah, that sounds like that. We have the battle. We don't. We're not fancy. We don't have a studio. I I don't have a problem with it. Neither do I. So how are you doing? Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. Are you wanting to tell us your ghost story tonight? I mean, sure. are, you, <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> Here's what's. This is what's bothering me. Two things. Two things bothering me about it. One is that it has a real person's name in it. Okay. And I don't want to change the name. The person is deceased. So I don't think that's an issue. Okay. The, that's the ghost. The person is the ghost. But this person is not a member of my family. This person is a member of a Brazoria County family. I feel like I don't know them. Maybe, okay. you, sh maybe you should let me tell you and then you can decide if you can use it. Cause I have 10 others if you can't use that one. This is just the most fun. Oh yeah, yeah, tell, tell us all of them. I mean, not tonight. <laughs> we'll, we'll, no, you, we'll, I don't have time to tell you all of them tonight. No, you could be yeah, a reoccurring guest. That would be lovely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Patrick is here with me, but he's camera shy. Oh, okay. It would be great if he would come on camera because he's a black cat and he would look good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. This woman's name was so cool. And I hate to give up her name for, for anonymity's sake. It's one of my best ghost stories. When Lowry and I were living in that apartment over in the townhouses in Clute, mm -hmm. the first thing that happened was that I, 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 I heard something really weird. That's how these start, right? I heard something weird. It sounded like um, snoring or struggling to breathe. Mm -hmm. And Max does that sometimes. Max has um, sleep apnea and, and whatchamacallit, the thing with narcolepsy. And so mm -hmm. I, thought, I think I thought perhaps Max had fallen asleep on the sofa and I didn't know he was in there. It was clearly coming from the living room and I had to walk down a hallway and turn a, a left-hand corner to get to the living room. And I did, and I could hear the sound coming from the living room as I came down the hall. And mm -hmm. um, no, it turned out no one else was home. And when I came around the corner, I didn't hear it again anymore. It, yeah. These apartments were poorly built. They've got cinder block walls. So 100% explainable as coming from someone else's apartment, especially right, yeah. when you know, and this was the thing that carried me through for about three or four weeks, especially when you know that the, the, bedroom, one of the bedrooms in each apartment would abut the living room of the next apartment. 
Uh, so oh, somebody yeah. could have had their headboard of their bed against the wall of my living room and it could have been echoing through their snoring could have been echoing through the cinder blocks right so a rational explanation yeah absolutely and so i went with that because you don't want to be alone in your apartment and think you hear agonal breathing and find out you're alone in your apartment great great right, right. <laughs> right so right. I, I just i literally wrote it off as something i would not even mention to anyone i didn't think about it again i went back to bed and um I want to say it happened, it happened one or two more times. And I was alone every time it happened. Mm. And I thought not, not much of it. Um, very shortly after that, uh, Max broke his back and I had to go get him and bring him to live with us there. Mm -hmm. And he had to sleep in the living room. So Max moved in, Max had to sleep in a, a recliner in the living room, kind of in the middle of the living room. I don't know Jeez. if you remember that apartment, it was not large. And uh, so I had this big recliner that I put just like right in the middle of the living room floor. And that's where Max slept because his back was broken. And he really couldn't lay down comfortably, et cetera. No, um, so. he, he did not at that time mention having heard anything. Mm -hmm. So, um, I really didn't think about it anymore. And then Max got better and was able to move into one of the back rooms, into an actual bedroom. And um, I would come home and I, at the time I wasn't working, but I would be gone for whatever reason. And I would come back and all of the kitchen cabinets would be open. Mm. And I would think, a, how is Max even getting up? And right. B, why is he opening all of the cabinets? This has to hurt. He was wearing a brace that kept his back completely static, yeah. up straight, like a plastic molded brace. Yeah. So I was like, how is he opening all these? So I asked him and he said he did not. And Max doesn't tend to, to lie. He's not one of my lying children. I have four, so there are lying children. That's an odd prank to pull when you're severely injured. Exactly, exactly. Um, I thought it could have been something, I mean, he was on pain meds, I'll say that though. So okay. <laughs> there was that, uh, Lowry was living, you know, again, I rationalized everything mm -hmm. and all this stuff kept happening. And then the Max moved back out, Max got better, moved out. Henry moved in. Again, he had been in and then he was gone and then he was back and then he got a girlfriend and the girlfriend moved in and they came to me. Now I had not told them about the sound, right? They were in the living room. So I had to pull out sofa and they were awakened by this sound, this, this growling, they described it as growling. Oh, and I, and I did an impression of the sound and they were like, no, that's it. And I said, that's not growling. That's somebody who has like severe sleep apnea, really, really, really severe sleep apnea. And, and that's like almost like death throes sound almost like someone dying of sleep apnea. That's what it sounded like. There were, and Amber would be there for short periods of time and then out again. I would periodically find the cabinets open in the kitchen again, unrelated. Lily doesn't like that. <laughs> I don't, I didn't like it either. 
unrelated to all of that, I thought, uh, I started receiving mail addressed to someone named Kissy and it started coming to that apartment. And I thought, that's a fun name. That's a stripper name. You know, that's just, a, that's a great name. It was Kissy, K-I-S-S-I, like it ended with an I. It was cute. Kissy, I liked it. And so I would always comment on it, even if I was the only one there. And I would, and I would throw it away. That's what I was doing. That's, I mean, this was, I, I wasn't doing the right thing, which would be to put no such person at this address and put it back on my mailbox. I did not do that. I was not in a good place at the time. And um, all of this took place over about a 10 month period and with varying frequency. And when I told Henry and Amber that I thought it was probably someone in the next room snoring, they, they both said, absolutely not absolutely not there's no way we were in the room and it was in the room the sound was in the room well that that creeped me out that creeped me out really bad and uh i'm sort of a ghost agnostic even though i've had stuff happen i i don't necessarily 100 percent believe that there's not always a rational explanation so so um we had we had uh, I've got to think there were cooler things than that that happened than just the sound and the and the things. Oh, oh, there was knocking. There was knocking because when it happened when Hank and I were there and I, like I said, the bedrooms were in this long hall and this was witnessed by me and my youngest son, okay? And we both had our bedroom doors closed. We were the only ones home at the time and we literally both heard... And it sounded like somebody going down the hall just tap, tapping three times on each door in quick succession. Just bathroom yeah. door, Henry's door, my door, guest room door. Yeah, like, like that. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Yeah, like, that's what it was like. Just pop, 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 like that. Yeah. Down the thing. And he and I both literally opened our doors and looked at each other. And we both, <laughs> like, we opened our doors at the same time. And we just look at each other like, <laughs> Did you knock on the door? And he goes, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you, and we were both weirded out. I went in his room and watched him play video games for two hours. Okay. Because I was, that properly freaked me out. Unlike the cabinets open and the, and the sound that properly freaked me out. Um, there was, was there one more, was there one more incident? There was one more incident, but it wasn't in there, but it wasn't, it wasn't related to Kissy. So I'll save that. Um, so you have ghosts that follow you. What? You have ghosts that follow you. Follow me? No, I just have different. I have weird things that happen around me sometimes. Not <laughs> ghosts. We're coming to the. We're coming to the end. Okay. Henry was at Brazoswood High School at this time, mm -hmm. and I was dropping him off. And he was, I didn't work anywhere at the time and he was a spoiled baby. So I would just wait in line for 12 hours to drop him off at the front of the school, right? So that's what we were doing. We were waiting in line for 12 hours and we're almost up there. And in the car in front of us, the kids decided, we're just getting out now. This is taking too long, right? So the kids get out and, and one of the young ladies comes around to the back to open the tailgate to get something, it's like an SUV, to get something out. And she has on 
one of those memorial t-shirts. Okay. And it says yeah. in loving memory, Kissy. And I forget what her birth year was, but her death year was 2010. Oh man. Lowry and I moved into that apartment in 2011. <gasps> so she could have easily been the last person that lived there. Oh, it gets better. So I went to my landlady who we saw all the time. She was on the property a lot. I went to her and I said, hey, mm -hmm. did, did someone named Kissy live in the apartment just before us? And she said, yes, do you know her? Or did you know her? That's what she said. Yes, did you know her? And I said, I did not. You have to tell me if she died in a violent way. That's like a law or something. You have to tell me if she was murdered in the apartment, right? And she goes, oh, she wasn't murdered in the apartment. And she goes, she did die there. Oh, gosh. And then she says, totally natural. She was a very nice lady. And I was like, I'm sure she was. I saw someone with in loving memory on their shirt. You know, I saw someone with in loving memory. And I said, can you tell me why she died? Can you tell me what she died of? Can you please tell me if she died in the living room? What happened? <laughs> you know. So yeah, what basically happened was Miss was, was um, morbidly obese. Mm -hmm and did sleep in a recliner in the living room. And that is possibly where she passed. My landlady wasn't sure. But she certainly, if she were morbidly obese and probably had other health issues as well. And I remember figuring that and she was only like 45 or 48 when she passed. Right. So she, she had to have had health issues, you know, the obesity and then the health issues. So she's sleeping in this chair, which tells me that she probably has apnea, right? She's sleeping in the chair in the living room. It's very likely that that is where she passed. And those sounds were very likely the sounds that she made, maybe not when she died, but when she slept, right? Right, yeah. So I was properly goosed at that moment. <laughs> and after that, maybe two days later, I got another, and of course I went home and immediately told all everyone else who lived there, all my kids who lived there. Uh, shortly after that, I received another piece of mail for her and I stood there and I looked at it and I said, um, I walked in, I was the only one at home and I walked into the kitchen and I said, Kissy, I'm going to open your mail and we're going to look at it together and then I'm never going to open your mail again and we're going to be done. I don't want you to scare me anymore. And I opened the mail and it was some, I don't know, it's junk mail of some sort. And I read it. I looked through it. I held it up. I looked through it. I closed it up. I said, I think you must have been a really nice lady. Clearly your family loved you or someone did. I saw a family wearing t-shirts in memoriams. Mm -hmm. And I, I threw away that piece of mail. About two days later, I got another one and I put it in one of my cookbooks. I still have it. Because um, I didn't want to throw it away. And that was right. the last piece of mail I got with her name on it. And I didn't have any more incidences. We did not hear the breathing. We didn't have any more cabinet doors opening or knocking on our doors. Oh, it seems uh, like once she realized she was scaring you, she kind of pulled back a bit. Right? I, like yeah. maybe she just wanted to be noticed, like acknowledged. Yeah. And then when you acknowledged her, she's like, okay, somebody knows I'm here. Yeah. yeah. And I have two theories on that in my agnosticism of ghost stuff. <laughs> 
three theories. One is that, you know, everything's rationally explained and it was a coincidence that I was behind those people, et cetera. Okay, right. there's that. There is the one that, that, that uh, we just touched on, that Alora just touched on, which, which maybe she just, you know, didn't realize she was scaring me. She's just communicating in the only way she knew how, right? you know, and, and that was that. And once she realized she, she left that alone. Um, or maybe it was residual energy. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like she was just doing what she did before. Just and, over know, and over and over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that was, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, in that same apartment, I saw the only shadow figure I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) And it was my son. No. Yeah. It was the, which one? Henry, it happened one time. He was there when it happened. I, it was in broad daylight. I had my bedroom door open, which was at the very end of the hall. And his bedroom door was catty cornered across the hall from me up to the left. And um, I was sitting on the end of my, I had made up my bed and I was watching TV. I was just sitting on the end of my bed watching TV. I was watching 50 first dates. I remember <laughs> what I was watching. Very light, you know? <laughs> right. And movement caught my eye just in time for me to, to turn. And mm-hmm. what I saw was Henry, who has a very distinctive gait and mm-hmm. body shape. He's very thin. He he holds his head. He slumps his belly forward a little and holds his head back. He walks in an interesting way. He's sort of hips and feet first, you know. He yeah. leads with the hips and feet. And um, this this presentment was walking like that. It was just like you hear on the podcasts, just blacker than black. You could I could not see through it. I don't think. I only saw it for literally two seconds. I saw the movement at the beginning of my door and turned. The end of the hall, the hall terminated in like a wall. There was a wall with a um, air conditioning handler and my closet was on the, the outside of that air conditioning handler, you know, that was made up the wall. And the bedroom opposite me had a closet on the opposite side of For him to go. So there was nowhere to go. So just walked straight, like as if never lost speed, just walking quickly straight into the wall. I didn't see it going to the wall because the wall was out of my line of vision. Um, and I went, Henry, because I thought it was him. And my, it was so him, it was so him. And I went, Henry, and it was just like this. He was in his room playing video games and he does this. And just leans straight back and looks at me from his room with his video game things in his hand. He goes, huh? So uh, he was sitting in his room when that happened. And I was like, where are you in the hall? Where are you in the hall? You know, I'm, I was freaked. I was, fr- I was way more freaked over that than I ever was over kissing. Truthfully. Well, yeah, it it's the shape of your child. The exact like, shape, moving so exactly me. like him. Like so many questions of why, why, why? You know, his, like his siblings. Like, his siblings say it's because he has so much internalized anger that some sort of form of his dark energy that he had just walked down the hall. I, um, huh. 
And that's the only time you ever saw it? That's the only time I ever saw it. Um, Max says that he has seen it before in another house. He has seen Henry in black walking around in another house. Oh, wow. That's creepy. So it's not yeah. like a doppelganger type thing where yeah. it's a, where it is? Or is it like, so it's not like him that looks a little bit different? No. It's like a silhouette of him? Complete, like cut out of construction paper, but moving. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. It was Maybe. it was more clearly him than a sh than his shadow would be because it was had too much of a perfect edge to it. Mm. I mean, I could see the shape of his hair. He had short curly hair at the time, and I could mm. see his hair. I, it was him. It was him. Right. I mean, you, you know, baby. Yeah, that was Ooh. weird. That I mean, that's an interesting um, thought. I mean, that like. Is it Lowry and Lowry and Max both that that say that they think it's his like sort of extra energy? Yeah, interesting that that they both share that that thought. Yeah, and he's he's super. They've both lived with him as an older teen, you know, and he's he's super super internalized, mm -hmm. and he is pretty angry. He's pretty angry human. He was born that way. <laughs> he was born angry. Yeah. <laughs> he had little 11s from scowling in the womb. Aww. True like, story. His, okay, you know that William and Henry have always reminded me of mm -hmm. each other. Yeah, me too. My thought about William is that he's the same now as when he was a little boy. Mm. Just older. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He has the same personality. Like so many people change so much. Their personality blossoms and you're like, oh, there you are. Mm -hmm. William has been the exact same kid. You know, yeah. with different interests and everything. Have you found that with Henry? Is he that way or? Well, he has different interests and stuff, but he's almost exactly the same. So weird. What are you hearing? <laughs> we have animals all around, but there's a weird noise happening. There. All of my animals are in my room right now. So it might be it's probably a raccoon outside. No, is it going? Is it going? No, if we start hearing that noise, I'm coming for you. <laughs> no, don't say something nice to Kissy. She's a nice person. Kissy, <laughs> you may not, you may not reside here. <laughs> It might be nice, but no. <laughs> no, thank you. Go to the light. Yes. No, thank you. Go to the thank light. Thank you. Go to the stage real quick. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't light an incense. I, we usually do before we Less start our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's just a it's just a raccoon out there getting the cat's food <laughs> on the back yeah. on the front porch. Brandy, it shocks me that you're doing this because I remember uh, when I was in the middle of the kissy thing happening, you were at my apartment visiting me. That was during a very dark time in my life and y'all were all trying to be so supportive to me. And, um, and you were at my apartment and I, I was in the middle of it and I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know her name yet. And I started telling you about it, about what was happening. And you straight up stopped me. You went, yeah. hold on, 
hold on. Are you saying you have a ghost? Are you trying to tell me? Are you trying to? And I was like, yes, I think I do. And you were like, you should have told me that before I came in here. I don't think that's funny. You should have told me that. You should have warned me before it came up, before you brought me over here. You were mad. That's the closest you've ever come to being mean to me. So I can tell you the rest of the story. Well, I mean, I, I used to be like a full on phasmophobe. Like I couldn't, I couldn't hear stories about yeah. or anything like that. Like, like just even like thinking about ghosts, like freaked me out, like would send me feeling like panicky, but, um, I sort of like did this immersion therapy I started like Jeremy started watching like the ghost hunter shows and I would start watching that with him and through that I got not over it but through it I guess I still I don't want I'm terrified of seeing anything she watches ghosty shows all day sometimes oh yeah I watch paranormal stuff all the time now and I think it's just to keep myself from getting back to that that state of complete fear that I used to be in yeah so I'm still kind of scared all the time anyway though <laughs> yeah but yeah I'm sorry I treated you ill at that time you <laughs> probably needed to share your story and I was not open and I apologize for that I just you know it's okay it, the story didn't have an ending at that point it kind of has a beginning middle and end now it's a good story. It's, it's yeah, but back then it didn't have a big, it, it had a beginning and a middle. I was right in the middle <laughs> when I started to try to tell you. I didn't right. even know her name yet. I'm sorry. I'm so, sorry. You don't have to apologize. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> it is funny. Yeah. Laura pointed that out. They were like, for somebody who doesn't like ghost stories, you sure like, like ghost listen stories. to them. Out. Yeah. You sure face a lot of ghost stories. I just don't like ghosts. I don't want to. I don't want to meet one. Yeah. Oh, wants to meet one. I do not. Yes. I do not. I either. That's he screaming right. He's screaming right. Yes. Yeah. That would solidify some suspicions in my brain. Yeah. So I recognize the possibility, as I recognize the possibility of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. There's always that skepticism. Mm -hmm. Of see it when you believe like believe it when yeah. you see it yeah so i mean but, you know i feel exactly the same way and i've actually seen some stuff and i still am skeptical of what yeah. i mean like i get weird spooks sometimes in uh graveyards but i've never seen anything it's just more like a feeling of okay i'm not gonna go over there mm -hmm. let's avoid over there <laughs> You know what I think about graveyards? What I, think do you think just, I think it's just dead bodies. Yeah, most of the yeah. most of the time, and most of the time, I find actual comfort in graveyards. I, yeah, it's very peaceful. The, you know, the one on plantation. Mm -hmm. I've been there several times, and the last time I went there it was at night, which is usually when I've been there, and uh, I was walking with some friends, and I'd never really felt anything weird over there before mm -hmm. but I don't know what it is about this circuit that we went there was near the building near the building in the middle we went by and there, just this cluster of graves just like the back of my head 
it was just suddenly I was like, I don't know what's over there, but let's get away from it. That was what my if? Answer. What if it wasn't a ghost at all? What if it was a person or people with bad intent? Hmm. That also could have been a possibility because I was with two people where it would have been me as the protector if mm -hmm. something went like under mm -hmm. me, little people. Like right. I would have been a protector. Right, <laughs> right. So I mean, you know, because I honestly think like we have we have evolved things on us that tell us when someone is close to us, when another person is close to us, our hair stands <laughs> on end, you know, like we, you can feel it. You can feel it if somebody walks up too close behind you. Yeah. You know, that, had, or if there's someone in a room when you go in, as opposed to you go in and there's no one in the room. What if there were just like some bad dudes out there? Don't hang out in graveyards. What the hell are you doing? No. More, more Maui. <laughs> we were being children of the night. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I feel that. I feel that. I will yeah. show you my spooky tool. And <laughs> I, I don't generally enjoy walking around in graveyards, but um, we the last time that we went to Galveston with my sisters, my Michelle and Heather and my stepsister Misty. They wanted to do like some spooky stuff. They wanted to look at like some graveyards. So we found one and they wanted to see if there was any um, like cool stories that went along. And I found one. Uh, there was a story that was connected to the old city cemetery um, called the Demented Mother. Mm -hmm. So I about it and it's a tragic story about a woman who had um, postpartum depression and through that postpartum depression she ended up killing like five of her six children mm -hmm. and then she later was buried after she took her own life she was buried with her family and with the children which is not usually done because right. you know you don't usually bury the murderer with the, right. the victim so it was an interesting story and it was really tragic. And we were like, okay, well, this grave is supposed to be there. So maybe we could find it and I could take pictures and we could do a little thing for the podcast. Mm -hmm. And we got out of the car and I went down the main line and I turned the first place that I turned, the first grave I stopped at was hers. I went... <laughs> just went directly to it and I had no idea where it was and it was a little creepy yeah but it was kind of cool at the same time yeah and I did a little write-up for it for um the Instagram I for not little Instagram but our Instagram account and I posted a little picture and everything maybe that's where I've heard that story before because while you were telling it I was sitting here thinking I've heard of that woman before I've read that and I, I watched so many things but I think that must have been I read that on your Instagram yay cool but it was interesting it was sad though I mean because she if she had you know she had got the the help that she needed you know her children would be alive 
She's well, I mean, not now, obviously, but she was real vocal about needing help, wasn't she? Oh, yeah. I mean, she like went away and yeah, but I mean, that's beside the point. But yeah, that was <laughs> that was one of those. OK, well, here's that grape. Oh, it was strange, but it was. Yeah. Kind of you let me hear. Please don't follow me. Right. Yeah, I was. I, <laughs> I, kind of, I kind of tried to give her a little, you know, nod to. Um, I see you. Yeah, I, I exactly. I think I even said that. I was like, I see you. I acknowledge you. I am sorry for the pain you went through. I am so sorry that you didn't get the help. And yeah. I hope that's easy. And, you know, but it's like, I don't, don't come with me, please. <laughs> don't come with me, to me, please. <laughs> don't make like, me anything rude. This be our last interaction ever. <laughs> right. Don't, yeah, just don't haunt me, please. <laughs> Thank you very, very much for uh, telling us your story. Thank you for having me. I feel like I did a really shit job of it. You did not. It was very interesting. You always tell good stories, so I was not worried at all. Thanks. I feel like I've done a better job in the past. I got nervous because I could see my own face. (laughs) That's why we only do audio. (laughs) We we don't really like to see our faces either, but I like to see your face. Thank you. I like to see your face. Is we all look our cheeks. We all look alike. You do look alike. <laughs> all right. I love y'all. We love you. Love Thank you up. very very much. See y'all later. Okay. Bye. 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 If you would like to tell us a ghost story or any kind of story that you find interesting, it doesn't have to be about Texas. It doesn't have to. It doesn't even have to be supernatural. You just have some weird history factoid that you find is cool and want to share with somebody with us or right you can email us at roundherepodcast at gmail.com you can find us on twitter at roundherepc and you can find us on instagram at roundherepodcast you can also say hi to us on facebook at our face uh, on our facebook page roundherepodcast and we'd really like to hear from people yeah. Oh. Yes. Please. Yeah. That'd be nice to see. You <laughs> we haven't really received a whole lot of a listener feedback, and I think it would be really cool to be able to start telling y'all stories. If y'all have any to get feedback from our babies? Yes, our babies. babies. Our babies. Our babies. Okay. <laughs> We're adopting you, just so you know. <laughs> All right. Come on.